On this episode of Quantum Week, April 11th through 17th, 1993. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and we talk about movies and music and headlines. And here's our second of three show on April 1993. That's right. Yep. And uh, we're going to talk about Indecent Proposal and... If I ever lose my faith in you by Sting. Right. Yeah. Uh, This might be our shortest show ever. I was thinking that. There's not a lot... Well, actually, no. I got some stuff on Sting. Uh, We got some stuff there. Yeah, I... uh, uh, All right. So let's talk Indecent Proposal, I guess. Bottom five? Yeah. It is. I don't know. It's close for me. Yeah, this movie's terrible. This movie's really, 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 really bad. It might be worse than Sister Act. I was thinking of that today. This is absolutely worse than Sister Act. I don't think crests my bottom five but i think you're right this one does it's this very is close absolutely worse than sister act yeah um this this is a very 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 bad movie like from um, the from the get-go from the jump from the voiceover in the beginning the, the narration so okay so give you a synopsis yeah please. oh yeah sorry um so a married couple with financial troubles they decide to gamble away their remaining funds and to try to win big um they lose it all but diana who's played by uh, demi moore catches the eye of an aged billionaire john gage played by robert redford John offers the couple $1 million for one night with Diana. And this, Except. this movie is trash. <laughs> this movie is fucking trash. Good. This is bad. I knew you wouldn't like it. I, I, I was like a, a little worried because of after the sister. No, wait, what was the last thing that we talked about? I don't even remember, but the last, Oh, Sandlot. Sandlot. Like we had such a disagreement. I was hoping I wasn't going to be, I was a little shell shocked after that. That's a really bad take by you. You're going to be wearing that one for a while. <laughs> this one is it's hard. I can't imagine anyone would think this movie is good. This is a terrible movie. And the thing is that this movie potentially could have been good. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. Interesting concept. The direction by Adrian Lyne is is so bad. It's real bad. It is one of the worst. So right, you're right. The narration is, is atrocious. Someone once said, if you love someone, set them free. And if they come back to you, you know it's real. But if they don't, it wasn't meant to be. Someone in the beginning, once, someone, once, someone said. once said, "Fuck that." And uh, and they have a flashback, and it might be the worst flashback I've oh, ever yeah. seen. It's <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be Demi Moore's supposed to be a sophomore, and in uh, high no, school, a, fr- a freshman, a freshman high school. He's a senior. He's a senior, and a balding senior. And no, it's them. Like, like, yeah, it's not actors playing them. It's them. It's them. And it is. And she's Demi Moore at one point smiles, so she has braces. Yes, I like, saw that. It's like, are, is this supposed to be comic relief? Because it's not, it's not shot or time that way. No. And nothing else in the movie is played for laughs. Quite there is one more scene at the very very end of the movie that's played for laughs. Which one? Uh, with uh, the very end of the movie is uh, Demi Moore's in the limousine or town car with Seymour Cassell and Robert yep. Redford. Yep, yep, yep. And Robert Redford's telling a lie, and Seymour Cassell is helping with this lie. Right. And that's played for laughs. Yeah, Cassell gives, yeah, yeah. A, gives a face like he's playing for laughs. But other than that, nothing's really played for laughs here. Maybe Oliver Platt's uh, character a little bit. Yes, he's, yes. He's, yeah, typical Oliver in another film. Oh, and he's really bad in this. Oh, yeah. This movie's really... It's so, bad. Everything about it, the, you're right. The direction, acting, direction is the, bad. What's the worst part of it, I guess? The direction Ooh. to me is the worst part. For, it's worse than the screenplay. Ooh. The screenplay is bad. Screenplay, but the acting is so poor. I think that's probably the most jarring because I really love Robert Redford. He's okay. I, he's no, overrated. I you think so? Yeah. I've liked him in many films, but uh, him, Woody Harrelson is great. Woody Harrelson is very good. Let's um, talk Redford Demi's for a second. Okay. Let's talk Redford for a second. All right. Let's talk you, say, you say you like him. 
Um, so Robert Redford and Paul Newman are often in the same. They are because of the sting, right? So you think of them as the same. Paul Newman is such a better actor than Robert Redford. Robert Redford, he's I, a little woody. He doesn't emote. Yeah, he doesn't. He right. He's he's a, he's more of a straight character. He plays everything with kind of this like knowing like wink. He and does. He, he, he's never too serious on camera, and he he he's always like I said. He's it's a great point. He's very wooden. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a very at one point he's a very handsome guy. He got kind of yeah. got by on his looks for a long time in the seventies. But like now that he's, it's just there's just nothing there. There's this it's it's yeah maybe he's kind he's of the very same robotic. All the time. Yeah, he, he's not, and it's funny because Woody Harrelson's the exact opposite. Woody Harrelson is uh not that good looking. No, he's not. And he emotes and he plays. It's like it's, like, it's very weird. And then Demi Moore, who usually is a decent. Yeah, she's can, she's usually pretty good. Can be okay. Yeah, she is horrible here. She's bad. Yeah, I, that that was the most jarring I think for me was how bad the acting was. How bad was that? Um, that scene. So they they're kind of they're trying to show like their marital life, and they're like, yeah, he always leaves the dishes in the sink, oh, which is I a know. common trope. Yeah. That's fine. Or That's okay. shoes on the table. Yeah, right. The shoes on the table yeah. is weird. Who, no one does that. No one does that. And then her reaction to a few pieces of laundry was like, uh, she went atomic. She went what, fucking nuclear on that. Went, like, she she went hit 11. him. She fucking hit him. She went, there was violence. She had to pick up like four p- pile, uh, things of coal, which I understand is very annoying. I yeah, get it. It is annoying. Totally yeah, get picking it. up laughter. Everyone she, she was on our table. It was weird. It's disgusting. No one does that, but you wouldn't react like she was like, she like you, grabbed a knife. She literally, <laughs> that's not a knife. That's right, not a joke. I know she literally grabbed yes. a knife, right? But she did. She hit him and she grabbed a knife. That's what happened. Yeah, because she had to pick up four things of clothes. I know. Imagine like table. what 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 would have happened had to have happened in their in their relationship for you to come to the to a position where you're you're grabbing a knife. And it, the the crazy thing was it starts off like he's just eating breakfast and then she just goes from zero to eleven like yeah, on a dime. He's very calm about. It. He's like, oh, you're right. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, you're totally right. I'm sorry. And she just she doesn't accept that at all. She fucking goes nuclear. You think they were already on the verge of uh, collapse? Before this, this direct, indecent proposal, you do, and yeah. I, maybe they're trying to show that, but, it, but they also, but they don't do a lot of other. They don't do a good job showing other instances of that. No, they don't, and they make a real big point of saying these, they're in, they're so they're much in, in love together. with each other, and it's forever, and all this, like, yeah, the stuff. So they, no, they're how you can't have it both ways. No, you can't. They can't be destructible and indestructible at the same time. That doesn't make sense. So I know, I know some of you may have seen this movie. That's okay. You can just kind of bear because the movie's terrible. No, don't you watch should it. watch it, and so that you can have something to fucking shit on with us. Don't watch don't it. Watch you it. just listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so there. So just to, I'll give a, a quick synopsis of people who haven't seen it. So they end up kind of uh, he the recession happens. They both are in. He loses his job, and they're trying to build this house, and they kind of run out of money, which is totally understandable. Yeah, absolutely. And so the. Woody Harrelson's dad loans him five thousand dollars, which isn't enough. So why borrow it from him anyway? I right. I guess they need fifty. He only got five. Right. So then Woody, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, says, "I have an idea." They go to Vegas. Yeah. And they gamble the five grand. <laughs> At this point, you're like, "Fuck like, these no, people!" Exactly. I'm like, "No, you would not." No one does this. You use that to buy food, you asshole. You're saying you have no money. Like that'll sustain you for a couple months, probably. And they have Jesus. They have basically they have a house they're living in now. Yeah, they must have a mortgage on that house. I would think so. So use that five grand for that mortgage, and at right. least and like great, right, get groceries, get stuff, cover yeah, yourself. Find, give yourself a little bit of time to find jobs. She's a real estate agent. Okay, there's no more real estate, so do something else for a while. He could go teach. He does that later. He goes and teaches. Find something that's going to sustain yourself. Take your losses. No, he takes five thousand dollars from his dad. He does though. 
turn it into twenty five. He does turn it into twenty five thousand. Still not enough. The next day they go and they gamble that away and blow all it all away. They all fucking away. blow it all. And what? it's like at you're, that point you're like, fuck these yeah. people. I hate everyone. That, you know, that's the problem. Everybody sucks. There's only one. The only thing I cared about in this whole movie was the dog. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, this poor this dog seemed really good, good dog. dog. Really yeah, loyal to Woody Harrison. Really yeah. nice dog. Yeah. A plus for the dog. Great dog. So Robert, so John Gage, Robert Redford's character. <sighs> Not, okay. Fine. He makes an offer to Demi Moore. Right. Oh, actually, before we go that, so how they meet, he catches, uh, <laughs> right. So she's like trying on a dress and he comes on to her. Very expensive shot. Very expensive. He's coming on to her. She rebuffs it but ever later on he's gambling and they're watching he he uh she catches his eye brings him over for luck right they gamble they eventually go to craps and he bets one million dollars and she rolls a dice and they win right right at that point if you're demi moore wouldn't you just say listen i know we just met obviously you know you fancy me a little bit i realize this is your money but could you give me 10 percent of it just as like a you know we're in a we're in a tough situation how about 10% just for being here and being Absolutely. your life? You just, add, you just make that won. ask. Yeah. He just won a million dollars. Or, I mean, I would even start high. How about, how about 400,000? Like, you I would need, start high. I don't need to be honest with you. Listen, we're in a tough spot. We need 50 grand That's because right. of this. Like, just yeah. be honest. Be like, hey, exactly. you know, yeah. You just anything won you a million do. on a crap roll I just threw. Anything you could do. Anything help. you could do. Like, we just, you if know, not, we're having some fine. mortgage issues. Yeah. And, exactly. And, but, the, but no, she doesn't do that. And then, okay, so then it's totally manipulative totally minute he, well, he buys did, the whole movie is him being manipulated. exactly he buys the property out of foreclosure right. their dream home woody harrelson's a fucking architect it's his dream home he wants to Which build a stupid art deco bullshit there's no way would her that character's an architect there's no, zero no. chance he's a goofy bitch it is the most ridiculous <laughs> when casting. he's teaching and he's talking about every brick wants to be something what? i wanted to throw that brick at him every brick wants to be something <laughs> I'm like, that's a glass building you're showing. And There's no brick in that. So he's, he's, he's teaching architecture <laughs> students and he says, everybody wants to be something. And then he shows six slides of the most generic <laughs> yes. architecture. You do, like yes. the most like, you know, the most standard. Yeah. yeah the pyramids. Uh, right. Empire State Building. Right. It's like anything. Oh, the, uh, the Cathedral of Notre Dame. Yeah. It's the most like basic. That's like any architecture student. Yes. Would be like, well, the first thing that, that he's like what? talking about for five minutes looks like a parking lot. Did you see that? <laughs> it's like cement parking lot. Or something. What? It, it's, <laughs> oh, so Robert Redford, he's, he's fucking manipulative the entire, he buys that thing out. Like I, so you hate him. You hate what a dick he, he is. is an asshole. The entire movie. And Demi's going to go to this dick. You know, he does this. You know, he does this to you. Like he, he steals your dream home so that he can fucking manipulate you, you to, to spend time with him. And then he comes, you're teaching, you're teaching sec, uh, English as a second language. And he comes into your class. So he's like bizarre. fucking harassing you. And she asked him to leave and he doesn't leave. Oh, and the craziest, yeah, so if, if near the end of the movie, she's teaching a citizenship class. Right. And he comes in and is trying to like a romantic gesture. And she's like, hey, can you please leave? But the reaction by the people in, in like, so there, oh. there's a lot of like people who are immigrants in this yeah. class, obviously. It's a citizenship class. And, but so, you know, a lot of them don't speak English pr- very well. But their reaction, you would think Robert Redford was like Jerry Lewis or Buster Keaton. Yeah, because they were looking out the window at him. They, they, he comes in a town car. You think these people had never seen a town car before. Right. Then You're he in walks, LA. Then he walks in, and the, everything he says gets wild laughter. It's the most bizarre scene. It's very weird. They are la- you would have thought he you know, told the greatest joke oh, ever. Hot for teach. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, are we adults? No. And he's like, uh, he's trying to explain why he go- he's like, you know, I really care for the Demi Moore character. Yes. And uh, she, I think she's very attractive and she's smart and they go ah, ha, ha, woo, 
Ooh. And then he says talented. And you're like, how is she how is showing she talent? Talent. What, what talent? Like, she's a bad real estate agent. <laughs> We've proven that because she's, she's out of business. Yeah. yeah she's, she's, she's done a terrible job with that. <laughs> right. She's a terrible wife because she, yep. She abandoned it. Woody. Yep. You know, Woody's a bad husband too. He's bad. Everybody's bad. Everyone's bad. Yeah. yeah. And she's, I don't think she's even that great of a citizenship. No. No, she's not. She seems like kind of boring. Yeah, she she got lost too. Like someone had to remind her where she was in the in the, the fucking. The students are distracted by a town <laughs> car during the class. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this movie is uh, impressively terrible. It's real bad. Uh, but the whole movie. So Adrian Lyons' whole thing is he is obsessed with sex and passion. Yeah. So he, well, he did like nine inf- and a half weeks, right? Which I've never seen. That's Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. Kim, I haven't seen that one. Is I saw it, it good? in junior high when I was seeing it for the, probably the wrong reasons. Probably. Uh, oh, there's a lot of like nipple in this one too. He likes. He, the, he yeah, showed a little bit of yeah, kind of like just op- hanging out. The weird. So Adrian Lyons obsessed with sex. Yeah. He shows every. He shows some kind of sex between Demi and Woody. He doesn't show. A minute of Robert Redford and Demi. So I remembered wrongly that they, that she didn't have sex with him in that first night. I guess that's wrong. Maybe it is wrong. Di- yeah, I know. I, I realize this, but that's what I thought is that she, like she wouldn't tell Woody, but then that blurred out scene where she does, she, I, I thought in my memory, she'd said, we didn't, we just talked all night. Right. That must've been another film. Yes. I, I, I had, I thought but I didn't show any of that with Redford. I thought I had seen this as well. And I, I have not. Maybe because I have not seen this. This is terrible. We would have hated. We probably would have hated Demi more, more if she would have had sex with. If we would have seen that. Yeah, like we you, had to let them go back too, to. If Robert Redford wanted to do a sex scene. No, that's the other thing too. You know? No. Uh, interesting. What is this, Bridges of Madison County. Come on. That's Clint Eastwood. Though. I know, but yeah. still, it's like elderly people having another, sex. Another person who's much better than Robert Redford. Wait, yeah, I know. Robert Redford is really overrated. <sighs> Now I'm going to have to go back. He's good in the natural, but the whole thing in the yes, natural he was, yes, but the natural's whole thing is he's like a, he's almost like, a, um, stoic. He, yes. Yeah. He's kind of, he does a like, stoic a lot. Like he doesn't have a lot of personality because things are happening around him. His yeah. whole thing is he's um, driven by fate. So he doesn't really ever get angry. He just kind of like just moves from one fateful instance to the next. Right. It, this movie. So let's say this movie is casted and directed differently. Can this be good? Oh, I think it could be better. It, different it can certainly be really bad. It's real bad. I think it could be definitely better. I think the concept is good enough to make it compelling. We all want, like, is there a price? You know? Yeah. I mean, I say that there is always a price. I think there's always a, I guess there's always a price. But at some point, like money doesn't have like as much money has different. I, I think I've said four on a different, on a different episode. Yeah. Money has different value to different people. Absolutely. So like, if you really need money, money is really fucking important. Totally. If you have money and you're okay, the money's not as valuable. It's, yeah, not, exactly. it's not something you think about as much. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I guess if you're really in a tough spot, then maybe you do do it. But if you're not in a tough spot, you probably say no. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, of course. Um, but I still think it could be, you know, especially if they did a better job showing maybe some of the cracks in their relationship or a better job. I don't know. Showing them in a desk. Maybe they needed to be more destitute. They did seem kind of privileged that they lived, you know, they had a nice house in LA and they're, and they're building this one. giant, yes. like on the water, on the water, like, like $9 million yes. house or something. Who knows? So you don't really relate to them as much, but yeah. So maybe, maybe it could be better. So let's flip the script a little bit. So we're both married. Yeah. I'm not going to ask about because I think it, the, it would be in theory, the woman's shoes. So let's ask exactly. Let's pretend it was a woman asking you, right? Or asking me, would you have sex with another woman? Assuming your wife signed off on it for a million dollars. Probably. Probably. I think a million's enough. If a million's not enough, then five million's enough. I think it's something though. So 
one five ten. I guess something like there's, yeah, I guess there's one some, in five is a difference. I think five yeah. and ten to me is no. no you're right. I agree. I think somewhere five makes it like one. Let's say it's one though. That's what the game movie was one. Yeah, I could. I, I think I would because that would definitely. I'm smart enough with money that that would. But would that, that would cause forever. jealousy though? You know, like uh, no, Barbara and I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think maybe it's different with guys. I can't. I think my wife. I, I haven't talked to her about it. I'm guessing she'd be like, "That's fine. Yes, go do that." Right. Like, <laughs> Come on. I don't think just, she's just afraid do. that this this <laughs> no. millionaire woman now is going to like be obsessed with no, me. No, especially like an older like, woman. You know, maybe on the same attraction level as Robert Redford. Just like right. that thing. I mean, you know, probably even say like Marissa Tomei. Because oh. she's, well, but she's about the same age as Robert Redford was there, right? She's know, in her fifties. I mean, this is, I mean, that's a no-brainer then. I right. Well, no, really no, for sure. us, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. What, like, but yeah, you, but I would never leave my wife. I mean, I love my you. You do too. I love yes. my wife way beyond that. Like, I also don't think my wife would ever. My wife knows. My, I like. I think everyone. She's just not jealous at all. She just. Knows I think that everyone knows that home. I'm. I'm doing far up. better than I deserve. I feel the same in, in way. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I married way up. Like there's nothing. So I don't think like, I can't imagine why I'd be like jealous that this Marissa Tomei millionaire now is going to be obsessed with right. me. <laughs> like, but I agree that if the, so the other, the way that it was in the movie, it would be my wife's decision. She would decide. And I think, and then after she decided, cause I would never be in a, I would never try to convince her that. But if she were like, Matt, Dude, this sets us up. We're smart with money. Like this fucking sets us up. We'll do whatever we want. Like forever. I think, it needs, to, I think it needs to be hundred percent mutual. Well, she would decide. And then I would say, okay, am I comfortable with this? I, I just think it needs to be hundred percent. Yes. I'm both like, I think Woody and Demi would have to be hundred percent. Those characters, you know, be, would be have to, or whatever. Or you yeah. And Barbara and Mio are hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Yeah. With, with that agreement before yeah. either party could do that. I'll tell you one thing that wouldn't happen is not talking about it. Oh, that seems like that's the, the fucking worst failure. Idea. These people who are so, in this idiots. movie are so they make the dumbest. They do. And Let's gamble all the money away. Let's not talk about it. Let's just let it built up inside so that we're throwing shit at each other. Even the arguments are dumb. Like he's like, well, then why was it in your purse? It's just I don't <laughs> yes. know. But then if, who are you on the phone with? Yeah, oh yes, yeah, so that's a great argument. She so says, who are you on the phone with? And she goes, my mother. And he goes, uh, I just, I just, I, she wasn't home. He says, oh, then why were you on the phone with her at all? I was I just like dialing. Her. It was the strangest thing. It was like the most inane argument. I tried to call her. That's it. Like, who wrote this? Someone stupid. Well, I oh, I have. It, I, oh, I had it. Um, oh, one thing on the director though, he did do. He did Flashdance, which not not a great movie either. But okay. But he did Jacob's Ladder, which is actually one which that is an I interesting like. movie. I like that film. Maybe maybe when it get, like it's not that's not at all has to do with sex. Maybe when it gets no, to not at sex, all. He gets like so distracted he can't. He just can't think through it. So this was a book by Jack Engelhardt called Indecent Proposal, and the screenplay was by Amy Holden Jones. I guess there were a, a, some big differences in the, the book. One there was some more like this, racial tension. This Jewish and thing. Yeah, exactly. Jewish first. Uh, so he, so the Woody Harrelson character was Jewish. Yes. And, and the, the Robert Redford character was, was Arab. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I'm not sure from where, but yeah, somewhere from the Middle East. And so there was that, that kind of racial tension thing, there. Yeah. yeah. Which I think, I mean, that brings an area of depth, like an, a level of depth. Certainly. Oh, that makes it a lot more. I think they were trying to get away from anything but this one. Exactly. This one premise. Right. So yeah. don't overcomplicate it. Although eventually they do when Robert Redford then just becomes infatuated with Demi Moore and wants to, and then Demi Moore dates him for a while. Yeah, why would, if he's why would you stalker. date this guy? This fucking, because he has money. That's why I'm yelling. Whore, I, seriously, my poor wife. I'm yelling whore at the screen. Not because she had oh sex God. with him, <laughs> but because she like, she fucking, she does it for, it's money. It's, it's money. like the money and security. Yeah. It's like, you see her at that, um, 
that stupid auction. They're, oh, they're auctioning off animals? Like you get to buy it a hippopotamus? That sounds like a terrible idea. I don't, so yeah, so, put that in my backyard as a trophy? So at the end of the movie, they're I think they're auctioning off just being able to take care of the animal. With, with TV's head of the class. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Not, only, not even the real head of the class, but the backup guy. Right. Because Howard Hessman was the real guy. <laughs> right. So the guy that did Howard head of the class for one year, Billy Connolly, as himself. Yes. And they're auctioning off, I believe, the... Um, I don't I think, think it's the, the right to take care of habitat. I, you, I know. I think it's to save the other animal for other animals, but it's also so to you bring, keep the hippo. I think you bring the hippo. I don't to your think home. so, but they don't explain it very well. They don't. And they're having an auction and eventually it gets to 40,000. It looks like Robert Redford's going to win the hippo or the rights to care of the hippo or something. <laughs> and then Woody Harrelson then goes from 40,000 to a million. Right. Cause he doesn't want this, this tainted he doesn't money. Want tainted money. Yeah. Uh, and then Robert Redford, Instead of just saying a million and one. And exactly what you could. I like, was like, why don't you just swing your big dick out on this one? I would have been like two million. Yeah. What are you going to do? Or a million and fifty dollars. You stupid, poor cunt. <laughs> yes, right. If you want to win. And like instead of what I was like, oh, he's got me. Like, he's got me. Woody has got me. And he walks away in defeat. Yeah. And then Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore, I guess, rekindle their love. It's a right straight- there at the table. Right there. And somehow Woody Harrelson's dressed immaculately. He's in a really expensive white suit. Yeah. He didn't actually have that million. He had a, he had a thousand less than that million because he had to dress up. Right. And he, Woody's dressed like this fucking be. wasp. Like this, this, you know, this, I don't know. I, I mean, not Woody. Uh, Demi is dressed like this fucking. Oh, Demi's like, I'm like, she's like fake laughing. She's like a stepford yes. wife. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I hate what you've become, bitch. That's what I'm I like hated, swearing at the I screen. Hated the whole movie, right? <laughs> I hated Robert. Robert Redford was worse than Demi, though. He's a predator. So he is a predator. The weird thing is, though, he's kind of kind. He's a cunt to Woody. But later on, he like picks him up off the ground when he's Woody's drunk. So it's this weird situation where he's kind of an okay dude and kind of a predator at the same time. It's very weird. And then you hear the story that he talks about the woman that got away from him. Like yes. I promised myself I would never do this again. There was this woman on the train. I didn't have the balls to like talk to her. She right. kept smiling at me and I left and then she gave me this big smile and I looked for her for weeks and I could never find her. I would never do this again, which to a certain extent, it's like, okay, I, now I understand, but to the other extent, it's like, so Demi's this replacement, like the second-hand you know, version of this woman that got away? Ew. I also think that story is complete bullshit. It might have been He's bullshit. He's a billionaire. He is a billionaire. He's thinking of some girl in a subway 30 years ago? Before, but while well, well, he was a I pauper. Had, oh, sure. I understand at that moment in time, it's like you get, you can get infatuated with things. Yeah, yeah I mean, totally, oh, yeah. I saw her. But right. haven't you met someone else he's in your life? He's a billionaire. Yeah. He can fuck anybody he wants. Literally, he can buy anybody he wants. He's he, done it. He's done it. You can do whatever you want. I doubt you care about some, some, some now old woman on yeah, a subway. Right. Like, <laughs> Get past that. <laughs> Move the fuck on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, he saw everybody. No sucks. one, no one reacts believably in this movie. No one is moving. Honestly, it's just so strange. Can you explain to me that weird horse betting scene after, um, after, uh, after Demi leaves and Woody runs after the, the helicopter. Oh, and, God. He and it's shot, it. this oh, is so shot bad. so badly. So, bad. so it's so of its time. It's early nineties jagged filmmaking yeah but adrian lynn weird uh angles and shit Ugh. oh it's awful it's, it's, very, it's, it's very really bad. really really bad it's a it's a one-on-one on bad filmmaking so after that happens he 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 just misses them in yes. the helicopter oh, just misses them just misses them and then he goes back down and he's like sort of stumbling through the casino and he yes. gets to this like home uh, this horse betting room with yeah. all the tvs and it's like really weird and car it seemed so out of place from the rest of the movie it's I like agree. What are, why are we going into this surrealist thing i almost felt that same way Excuse me, with the hippo scene too, where they yes. were doing flashes right. of these like real hippos with their their faces ha- open. And I'm like, a hippo, he has a hippo dog. He has a hippo oh, yeah, toy yeah. with his dog, right? And he's playing with it, and then it has an immediate, very 
It was so cut weird. To a real hippo opening his mouth. Yeah, and like it National cuts Geographic. Back to Woody and his dog. Puppet. And it cuts back to the hippo, open, a real hippo. And then he ends up eventually buying, you do get the, the but buying a hippo. Right. I know. And I think that was him like getting sort of the significance. idea for this plan. But then, right. Yeah, but that doesn't make, why? It doesn't make any sense because how do you know this auction took place? How do you know they'd be there? Right. How do you know at this auction they would happen to do a hippo? It, none, none, of that, none of it makes any sense. sense. No, no. And they, I guess they do offer a little bit of payoff uh, during that scene with the dog. They do show the significance is apparently they were at some sort of nature preserve right. together. But like in the beginning of it, you don't know that. And it's just like, what's this weird wildlife fucking thing happening in the middle of this thing? Yeah, none, none of it. None of it made sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's so at the very end of the movie, uh, Demi gets <laughs> Demi's in a car with Seymour Cassell, who's driving. That's the dad from Rushmore. Yes. Usually a very good actor. Yeah, he's good. He's terrible in this. And then Robert Redford uh, and Robert Redford makes up this lie so he can kind of break up with Demi and somehow come off the hero, which is very strange. Yeah. And Demi's like, just let me out here on the highway. No, in the middle of like route one, not a in California. Not what you would want to do. It's like, what are you doing? And she just dropped me off at like the, Oh, and then luckily, uh, so luckily. then she gets out of the car and luckily a bus happens to pull over. <laughs> exactly. On a highway. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make any sense. Can you pull over right here? Oh, the bus. Right. Oh, the <laughs> bus. She runs on the bus. So then she, she's like, drop me off here, bus. And it's a pier. She has no purse. My no. Wa- Barbara saw this. She's like, where is her purse? How is she paying for the bus ride? Where is she keeping? Okay, fine. Where's her wallet then? Like what this dress? She's in this immaculate like evening yes. dress in the middle of the day. White evening dress with no, but like where's her pockets? Nope. None of this makes sense. So she gets out and she's like, I wanted to go to the pier that Woody, that Woody Harrelson's character proposed me on. Yeah. Well, guess who happens to be the only person at the pier? Oh, you guessed it. No. Can you imagine? What are the odds of the that? Fucking odds. And then she walks up the pier. He doesn't see her. Ugh. She's the only person on this pier. I know. Okay. And then <laughs> it's a strange. So he never, but he never asked, what are you doing here? Which is what any human being would say. If, yeah, if, oh, you'd be shocked. You wouldn't, and you don't even mean it meanly. That's just, or meanly. You don't even mean it like angrily. Like, oh my God. You, the first thing people say in that is, what are you doing here? It's just, a, it's a natural yes, reflection of, of how human beings speak. Yeah. And he never, he's just like, he's just like, oh, Demi's here. <laughs> oh, I do love you. It's the strangest thing. And it's like, no one's behaving or speaking or acting honestly or, or in, in any sort of reality that we exist in. No. It's this weird world. And if you, if the whole point of the movie is basically to ask, what would you and your spouse do in this situation if you were in this situation? Yeah. That's the whole point of the movie. That is. Then you have to make it as real as possible. You have to make it as relatable as possible. So these yes. have real stakes. And, right. it, and you can have that discussion with your wife and it can kind of be an interesting look into like, oh, here's, how, here's what would happen if you did choose this road. Yeah. But when you make the characters completely inaccessible, then you destroy that relatability and the movie has no value. No this value. This movie no is reason. atrocious. It's this bad. is worse uh, this is in my bottom five. And it's, uh, we're talking, it's not as bad as Alvin Schmucks. Oh, no, 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 it's, no. It's not as bad as Poseidon. It's, it's better than I think Poseidon. It's a, I think it's a little better than Poseidon. And then now we're now from, I know you what was hate, an identity thief was, uh, uh, that's is, my this, second. This is worse. Identity. Thief. This is not, not to me. Uh, so this is, this probably slots into my number four. Worst. This is my third worst movie. I think it's teenage mutant Ninja turtles. And no, then you've this taken, one. Oh, you haven't taken no, I haven't. Cause I said, I threatened that with Sandlot, but I'm not sure yet. It might be just on this, on the other but side. Isn't teenage mutant Ninja Turtles your fifth worst. That's so what I'm this saying. Would so, replace this then. Uh, this would be in. F- oh yeah. And no, I'm sorry. You're right. So something bumps up to five. Da Vinci code. Maybe that might be five now. Ooh, TMNT might might be. Uh, but it's not. You see, you this aggravates me too. Yeah. So we do our bottom five, and Matt keeps putting TMNT, which is a different movie Mutant than Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. TMNT. It's Twitter. We have two hundred and eighty characters. But you still have dude. room for it. I don't have room for it. Really? I don't think so. 
You shouldn't put because it's a whole different movie. But if we go, it's off the list now anyway. It's off the list. It's off the list. So it's fine. Blah. I'll be, I'll be happy. Um, Maybe I'll just so have this to, yeah, is, so, we're, so we're saying, I'm saying this is the third worst movie I think we've covered. You're so saying it's the third fourth? fourth. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, we're splitting hairs here. But to me, it's better than Poseidon. I think identity, I, that's I give this a D minus. D is in dog. D is in D is in Demi. Yeah. Minus. This movie is trash. It's fucking trash. Do not watch this movie. Don't it, watch it's it. It's not good at all. It's really bad. Particularly because, yeah, I had to pay for it so that you don't have to. I had to pay three I bucks. I didn't. I have, uh, it's, uh, I have stars cable. Yeah, Cinemax, stars. Yeah, that. TV. Um, and it was part of the, yeah, the so uh, it did win a bunch of Razzies. Woody Harrelson won a Razzie for it. I think it might have won worst film. Redford was nominated. Demi, Demi was, was nominated. nominated. It was like, it was like, Something like Demi and Woody won or Demi in the film won. Something Roger like that. even gave it a thumbs up. That was the thing I didn't understand. The that's fuck? two for, that's 0 for 2 with me in, in, uh, in oh, the last two movies. Yeah, last two yeah. movies. What the fuck was well, he thinking? Well, Sandlock take his shit. No, uh, Sandlock sucks. We don't have to relitigate this. We already did. Really I already won that take. argument. We don't have to go in again. You didn't win. You're going you're gonna to get, we have, so we're you taping watched. this on Sunday, so our Sandlock episode hasn't they, aired they, yet. They, and you are going to get, by the time this airs, no. you have been eviscerated. We're going to find They're out. They're going to rip out your testicles <laughs> and wear your scrotum as a mask and run around screaming, Matt hates Sandlock. Matt hates Sandlock with scrotum mask. I guess I guess that would be a sight to see. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so aggressive. That's as aggressive as Demi going for the knife after like <laughs> 10 years of Too marriage. Close <laughs> She's been fucking taking testosterone. <laughs> what do you ask? Also, there's a completely full wine bottle in the refrigerator. That is Just true, too. That's, that's so dumb. And of course, it's red wine. So, yeah, he's a, you know, of course. Yeah. So she stupid. goes, can I, you know, I want to talk. Uh, Woody Harrelson says to Demi. Demi says, well, can I, can I have some wine first? And then proceeds to open the <laughs> biggest bottle of wine I've ever seen in my life. It's like nine gallons <laughs> of is. wine. It's like <laughs> trunk full of wine. They're, they're fucking going yeah, Woody then immediately. You know what? It's like Chekhov's gun. You know, immediately once they put that wine out, he's throwing it against them. Oh, you totally. know it, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, this Absolutely. is getting spilled. This is not going to. Yeah. There's this no way this wine scene. actually gets drank normally. Razzies. Uh, anything else? Uh, oh, Billy Bob made his debut. I don't know if it was his debut, debut, but, but he's, he's in this in for a, like a second. In a very odd role. With a weird, I mean, I know he's got a southern accent too, but it's really thick. And uh, this is, so this would have came out after Tombstone. It was, yeah, I was just thinking. That, Around that the same time, he's doing these weird cameos. Yeah. This is a weird time for Billy Bob. Um, very weird. And he's like, oh, she, you're not going to get her back. It's not quite an extra because he has lines. But he it's does. Not, yeah, I guess. But it's not quite a cameo because he's not a celebrity yet. Yeah, so these like small parts in movies that are pretty memorable. As much as we trash this movie, every you could say, yeah, everyone knows this movie's about. It's kind of a cultural joke. Yes. or a cultural. It is, and if whatever. you look at like go to like Wikipedia, you can see all the times it's been used. We even talked about it on the Kingpin episode. That's true too, because Woody. Yep. Yes, and um, by the way, Kingpin, way much better. better. Woody Harrelson was making some really interesting choices at this time. Um, you know, he does after this, he does natural born killers. Yeah. And I made a mistake in the last episode. I said that cheers was ending at the end of 92. Actually cheers was ending at the end of 93. So April 93, you have Woody Harrelson in this. And then the last couple episodes of cheers. So Woody Harrelson was really, he was, he was exposed. I don't expose right word. I, I guess mean, he had exposure. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, he was a, he was one of the probably most talked about people in the country at that, at that point yeah, between cheers right. and this. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, but yeah. You know, and then, you know, I think, his best role is people versus Larry Flint. I know that came out in uh, 96, 97. Uh, that's, that's a, just a, just a fantastic film. He's so good in that. It's, yeah, that's his best work. He's really He's good. in that movie, the messenger, which I haven't seen. And that's, I hear that's, that's Joan of Arc one. No, it's not. The fuck's we, the messenger? Say it wrong. I keep saying the messenger that. is, I think he's um, someone that tells families that uh, their loved one died. No in idea. That one. I haven't seen it. Didn't do yeah. very well in the box office. He did get nominated for an Oscar for it. He's been nominated for three Oscars. 
Um, and oh, shit. I, I, I want to see this messenger movie. I got to see this. Okay. Um, is it new? When, when was it? Uh, about 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know it. Yeah. Maybe that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But this he, movie is, but it's for someone who's a, like, we both like Woody House and all that. We yeah. both loved him in no country for old men. Yep, we absolutely. Both, yep. So we've covered, this He's is fair. our third Woody house movie. The other two are yeah. significantly better. Uh, this is, but even he's bad in this. He is bad. I, it was, I think it was a tough script though. Like, what the fuck do you do? So you didn't like Demi Moore in Ghost. Remember you had some criticism there. Yeah. So is she, she's better in Ghost, right? She's way, yeah, she's okay. way better in Ghost. All right, so we agree there. Yeah. I think she's good in Ghost. I know you don't, but you at least admit she's better in, in Ghost better. this. This is bad. This is terrible. Everybody's bad in this. Except the dog. Except the dog. Even Seymour Cassell, who's so good in everything. In Rushmore, he is this kind. I know. Thought. He's great. He's yeah. such a good actor. Even in this, he was making me like wince and squ- I'm like, ah, oh, dude, go away. Yeah. You suck. I think it's a lot of it's a screenplay. Uh, what do you and the direction. And the directions. It's bad. like they took every bad take. It's really bad. It's bad. Um, don't watch it. Don't pay for it. Don't talk about it. Just listen to it on our show. And then forget it. Tell your friends yeah. and then forget yeah. about yes. everything else. And give us a five star review, please. Um, shall we move on? Yes, please. Okay. So uh, the song that we're going to uh, talk about today. 32 minutes on fucking that shitty movie. Because we're good. I, oh, honestly we're good all right well, yeah no, it's, no, now, it's true now, now I, no we know how to talk about shit i guess if, i wasn't I, wasn't I didn't mean like that sorry guys i didn't mean to get yeah right. you wanted praise you wanted i didn't want to you're very I, good chris i i did not i wanted the opposite i wanted to shit on, i was no, shitting because, a movie i didn't want i don't i hate if i hate praise it's yeah. hard with mediocre films that are like that there's I not a lot to right. talk about yes this, there's a lot of shitty shit about this so we talk about that stuff. i think you're That's right easier. i think it's easier to you're right it's much easier to talk about a terrible film than a kind of bad one yeah, and I um, and it's the same with music. That's why I'm making different choices with music now. It's more about for me. So we always choose the number one, of course. But it's it's more about is this a song that I can talk about, or that there's something about it that I can talk good, good or bad? Yeah, yeah, good or bad or whatever. Just right. no more mediocre songs for okay. that. The number one, but then no more mediocre right. songs. That's fair. Okay, so let's talk staying. I guess right. Yes. Uh, so I want to do this a little bit different. So um, we'll talk about the song first and then I got some other stuff. So if I ever lose my faith in you, number 17 on the hot 100. So, it, you know, it wasn't even close to the top 10 or anything, but number four on the top. 40. I'm surprised. No, number four on the what? top 40. So 40 is airplay. Okay. hundred is uh, that makes, sales. That makes more sense to me because this song is, you, you heard it a lot. Unfortunately, you still hear it, but yeah. So <laughs> actually I don't mind it. It sounds like you don't like it. I don't oh, mind it anywhere near as much. Very passionate yeah. feelings about staying. That's okay. Oh, good. Cool. There's some good stuff about Sting and there's some bad stuff about Sting, but we'll get into those. So uh did win a Grammy for he did win a Grammy for it for Best Male Vocal and it was nominated for record and song too. This album um <laughs> w- uh, was nominated for like six. I will say that I do the thing that I love about Sting is his attention to detail, even though it's not it's not always the style that I like, but I like his attention to detail. And one of those th- like one of the things about that I can kind of point to is like the comp. Listen to the harmonica. Hear it? Yep. That's just this tiny little detail. You never hear a harmonica like that doing a little... It's like a guitar comp. That's a funk comp that a guitar player would do that he does, that he has a harmonica do. I mean, that's a cool little detail. Um... The other thing I'd like to say is he about this particular song is the the in the intro. Um, it's this cool suspense building thing. This isn't the main chords of the song. Then he's going to hit the flat fifth, which I'll talk about in a second here. Sorry, I fell asleep. 
down to the resolution. You fell asleep? Yeah. Yeah? Not because of you. Okay, good. Because <laughs> the song, the song makes you go to yeah, sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, so... Uh, so You put that song on, it's like snooze. Yeah, it doesn't do that for me. I don't think it's a... It's not my favorite, but it's not a bad song. I find it to be an interesting song. So the, there was a purpose for him doing that, though. He did that for a reason, that detail. The song, uh, If I Ever Lose My Faith, Faith in You... Clearly, it's about him losing faith in a bunch of different institutions. He talks about politics. He talks about religion, all that stuff. But he's talking about the strength of his marriage and the love that he have, has for his wife, Trudy. Trudy, yes. Who, they uh, were on Howard Stern a lot. Were they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And they would talk like, pretty openly about like sex and like, yeah. tantric stuff. And, I like, know. That's the part so of the So that's why Howard like, had him on a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't like that part of the sting. But he chose that intro for a, for a reason. I told you that, it, that I said flat fifth when it hit this particular, when it hit a note. That's also called a tritone. And in religious music, that tritone, that interval was uh, removed from, like it was, it was made illegal by the church. You couldn't use it in church music. Why? Because it's the sign of the devil. Uh, in oh, the, uh, right. <laughs> no, no, in the middle ages, uh, Gregorian chant music was a bunch of parallel, was a, a fifth. Um, that was the sound of, of Gregorian chant, these parallel fifths. Okay. So that's, that was the, the sound of God. But the sound of the devil was a uh, flat fifth was the was a, a half step down from that 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 tension that ten, was was considered the sound of the devil so he used it he used it specifically in the song to as a like an fu to 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 religion huh uh you ever listen to charlie daniels band i don't like him yeah you know that song the, the devil went down to georgia yeah, yeah yeah it's a shit song i think the devil is better than charlie daniels he is better than Charlie. Isn't Daniels. he? Yeah, he is. And uh, it's not a good song. It's an annoying song. He's not a very good violin player, although he's like touted as this amazing violin now. player. Yeah, I know. He just died. Yeah. Uh, but he's not He's not good. But I always, so the reason I bring that up is because in my opinion or my brain, that's the sound the devil makes. Is that song that the devil plays in uh, yeah. Devil in Georgia. And that song's good. So I think the devil has good taste in music. This, this, oh, the devil does. this devil stuff is bad. Okay, good. Um, it's so, <laughs> so annoying. Matt wants to pontificate about music, and I just keep jumping in with. It's not helpful. He thinks it's trivial. It's not helpful. It is helpful. Um, how anal did I the Wikipedia? Oh, what's that? The, how anal do I have to be in order to start editing Wikipedia? Though that's my question. I'm not too. gonna uh, cause. Uh, I'm not gonna um, Wikipedia give my advice on your anal. Uh, Are you sure you don't want to? Because there's something wrong in, the, in Wikipedia. It there's something, wrong, something is a lot wrong. <laughs> Come on! It says that it says the song's in A, but it's not. In, it's not in the the key of A. They were wrong. I was oh really? Wondering. Yeah, I was thinking about editing it. It's actually in D. It's the like resolution a whole is thing in, D. in um, all kidding aside. It was a big part of the uh, Wikipedia article. Wasn't yeah, it? it talks about the uh, right. But you're saying it's not the right thing? No, it's not the right key. It's the know. key of D. The resolution because it's like, like little fat men that uh, in basements typing up. Wiki- like who imagine editing that? Like I see something wrong in Wikipedia. Well, that's what I'm asking. What can can am I that guy? If I do that, I'm in oh, my. Yeah, I, I do have a basement office. So am I that guy? Oh, if I yeah. start editing, Wait, no one. Yes, was to fix these things. It was just like to mock them and move on. Can you imagine doing that? Like, oh, show yeah, but them. we look to Wikipedia for actual useful information. I, I, I have useful information on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is the key of D, at least the, the verses. It's not an A. A requires three sharps. This is only two sharps. Motherfucker. So let's move on to Sting. Uh, Sting tries things. That's why I like him. I'm not saying his music is amazing. Although some songs I really like. I prefer The Police. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'll go on my rant now about it if you want. About staying. No. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt has his listing. His Matt, so when, when I do movies, I'm just like free for all. It's all Matt has his like, phone up and he like reads off of a I list. Have, 
I, I'm not yeah. reading off a list. Okay. Like there, I, there, uh, yes, there's a list, but it's just no. <laughs> <you know, it's, laughs> I'm not reading off a list. Yes, there's a list, but I'm not like reading verbatim from my list. No, know, it's calling my attention. For me to explain music concepts, it, it there's a there's a logical progression to do that. Okay. If I don't maintain that logical progression, you won't fucking understand me. That's the problem because you don't understand these concepts. I don't. I just I do not understand. That's I what I'm saying. I know. I agree. So I, I have to do I'm the just, logical progression. I'm just having fun. It's my I job have here. To, to, a couple hours to put this shit together. So I have notes. I don't have the fucking memory that you do, bitch. I know, it's my job to make fun of these. That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. This is not what you're here for. Why well, sometimes? You, why would you do a podcast if you don't want me to make fun of shit? This is the whole point of me being <laughs> Some here. Some shit, but you, if you don't let me get my points out, then what, I what, do, what's the point? I give you much more bandwidth than you give me. I give you a ton of bandwidth. You, I don't, but I don't. We're t- I put a lot of, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we're going to go back to this. <laughs> I put a lot of effort into the music stuff. I put into the, the, the movie stuff too. I into think the movie I, stuff. I no, think, no, I put a lot of effort into the movie stuff. Don't I? Yeah, you do. Do you put effort into the music stuff? I do. I have a whole. I, I've said you it number of times. Three I have a whole rant on Sting. On your way here. Okay, you have a whole rant on Sting. It's not what. It's not just what I do. You, you think I just listen to the song twice? I, I'm putting thoughts in my head. I don't have my. I don't have a list on my phone, <laughs> but I have a whole rant on Sting. I've been waiting to get to. And I you, know. You I want to hear. Blowing, I do want to hear your rant. On Sting, but let me. Let me do All my. Right. I'll do my Sting part, and then you do your rant. Okay. 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 So, uh, the so I could the comparison for me is Sting and Peter Gabriel. Okay. And the reason why it very similar in terms of like, they both led significant bands. I mean, of course the police was more significant financially while, while, you know, sting was there versus when Peter Gabriel was in Genesis, but, sure. but similar. And then they both went on to have significant careers, even though sting sold a you know, ton more. I think he sold like a hundred million albums. Peter Gabriel's probably sold 25 or 30 million on. Mm. So more significant, but, and I love Peter Gabriel a lot more than I love sting. However, they're both and to me. They're both excellent songwriters. They're both, excellent in production. They both play with excellent, like world-class musicians and they both advocate for like lesser known musicians. They're good in, in that community. Uh, Peter Gabriel with a lot of world music and world musicians staying with a lot of jazz musicians. They're, they're like kind of good doobies in, in, in music. Okay. But to me, Peter is way more emotional than sting. Like his music is way more thought provoking, emotional where sting is he's, his, he's trying to take chances with, yeah, with like time signatures and like his sort of the the compositional aspects of it. His songs sound pretty dated to me because of it, because he's he'll use like rap in some of his songs. And then you like, uh, what's the song? Uh, I'm a legal alien. I'm an English Englishman in New York. He goes into this like breakdown section, which sounds so dated now because of it. Or you'd never hear Peter, Peter Gabriel take chances, but his tones are his own. He's like making his stuff. He's not grabbing stuff from the time period. So he sounds more timeless where sting is and gets real dated because of it. But, but there's a lot of similarity there for me in terms okay. of them. So what's your rant on sting? So sting, no, very few musicians make me as angry as sting makes me. Why is that? Sting pisses me off. So I like the police a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I love them. No, but I like them but too. I a like lot. them a yeah, lot. There's a lot I think of great they're songs. Really good. Yeah. And there's a lot of songs. So lonely is one of my favorite. That's a great one. Well, maybe top 10 80 songs. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, it's a, I really, really love that song. And I just really think the police are great. Um, some of this stuff's overplayed out, like Roxanne, but like that's yeah. not their fault. When it no. came out, it was great. So th- he he's in this band that's really good. He leaves the band, fine. And I feel like he completely sold out his creative. I know you're mentioning like using some different, but his music is so fucking boring. It's for like a lot of I'm it's like, boring. Who likes this? What? It's like 49 to 55 year old women. I'm guessing. Yeah. I thought we made that same thing with Mariah Carey and that blew up in our face. So who knows? But like I, he, he his music is the most, it's like dentist office music. It is so fucking boring it is it puts you to sleep. And he, he's like a, he's like a, like a, okay. 
we'll get Paul Simon. Yep. Oh yeah. That was the part I wanted to yeah. use. Yeah. Paul, I like Paul Simon's solo stuff even better than Simon and Garfunkel. That's a tie for me. I sure. love them both. I really love Paul Simon's solo. I mean, he's yep. just amazing. He's great. And he he continued to make great music. Who has had a worse solo career than Sting? Mm. Sting and his fucking name, Sting. Like he's like badass. He's making the most boring fucking things in the world. I cannot. I hate Sting so much. Worst solo career? I don't know. From a big. I'm sorry. A worst solo career from like a, a revolutionary band. I don't know. I <sighs> McCartney, but McCartney yeah, has McCartney. some songs that. But Live and Let Die is good. Um, but there's there's fewer. There's more Sting songs that I like. I, I only reason I like wrapped McCart- around my finger, and I mean I like even some of the, on this album. Like I really uh, Shape of My Heart's actually a really beautiful song. I know it's overplayed, so but boring. Um, I just, it's just sleepy music. Feels of Gold, uh, that song. Ugh. I know, but it's I know it's overplayed, but it's actually a really good song. They're not. There's they're so boring. They're yeah. not interesting to me, and they all sound the same. All these yeah, sting songs. Well, to me, sting, so it's it's like it's the same sting songs regurgitated. It's so boring. I guess I can understand that. I don't. And he used to make great fun music. Well, that was a lot There's to do. There's nothing with, fun in Sting. Yeah. Well, you had a uh, you had a crazy motherfucker uh, in his. Ba- Stuart Copeland is his um, is also a great composer. Stuart Copeland. Yeah, 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 yeah Aaron sure. Copeland's the other composer. Stuart Copeland, the drummer, yeah. also a great composer. Right. So I think, and he was a wild, crazy motherfucker. So I think you probably had you tempered some of of Sting's adult contemporary with the wild craziness of of uh, of. Yeah, of Copeland. So, so like you just needed that. Pick. I think he needed that. He needed yeah, that to make on, it left to his own devices. Sting. I think he right. He got too pretty, too fine. And the other problem is, he is not. He knows this though. He knows this. He's not as good as the jazz musicians he loves and emulates. He's not as good of a of a player as they are. He wants all of them on his material to showcase them, but also. Uh, also, because he likes that style, he likes jazz, but he adult contemporary contemporaryizes jazz because he's not good enough to be as good as those jazz musicians. That's the problem. So he's he's incorporating that into his style. It's very jazzy style, but it's like a watered down jazzy style. There's, there's any, you're right. There's not a lot of bite to it. Any musician being in a huge band like this, I'm thinking, and completely of, punted his career. Away. Yeah, what's his face? Well, he didn't. Pun- I mean. He sold 100 million copies. I guess. He probably likes this but music. But nothing he's doing is, are, is... It's not revolutionary. No. No. Uh, I would say the same with... Uh, what's Who's the drummer for Genesis? Who's um, who, Phil who, Collins. Phil Collins. I would say the same thing to, as him. I'd say they're very similar. There's some Phil Collins songs, again, that I, I really have, like. I hold Sting in higher esteem, so it pisses me off more... Yeah, I can understand that. that. He's he's... Like who... I, I, I'm trying to think of what other, you know, major bands had, so, had the main guy, the front guy. You know, the... Yeah, you know, back in, and I'm old enough to remember when Police were a big band. Yep. You knew Sting. I was five and six. I knew who Sting was. Sting yeah. was a big, sure. was sure, a huge sure. thing. And to have him basic, basically just do this boring, dry music yeah. for the next what, 30 years of his life. It's just it's so disappointing. I no wonder disappoints me more than Sting. Really? Yes. He did an album music. with Shaggy a couple years ago. Did you oh, see that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, what are you doing? It's, yeah. it's so boring. And he has a smirk. It's just, you think uh, he's full of himself? Oh, uh, well, how was he on Howard? I know you talk, full he talked of himself. He like, was. He was. That's more, too, yeah, he seems that way. It's too oh, bad. It was. He was somewhat. He was somewhat entertaining, though. I mean, he's a clever guy. Yeah. That's what kind of pissed me off too. Is I know he's smart. He is a smart. So guy. I know he knows what he's doing. Yep. But like, who listen? Like, who would be excited to pick up the new Sting album? But yet, who wasn't excited to pick up the new Police album? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. There. Um. It's a different I mean, animal because uh, there's also a there's also a part of it where there's precision in what he's in what he's doing. Like the production quality on his album or his tour, how he sounds live, how they sound live is world class. Like 
there's that element too, where you can appreciate sort of a John Mayer type of situation where you listen to like uh, that daughter's song, which is like makes my skin fucking crawl. Yeah. However, um, his recordings are immaculate. He's a really good guitar player. Like he, he's a very, he's a really good song. He's kind of sting to me. They're very similar. Who me. is Sting's fans? Yeah, I think it's people it's like really who are old, 10 to 20 old, years older than us who grew, who were like, you know, in their 20s when when the police were out. I think they probably followed Sting. A lot of people, I don't know, I have uncles who really like Sting um, and I, I can understand why. Their their style of music is a little, is feels more reserved than my style. And they just like tap in the steering wheel like, yeah, if I ever lost my faith in you, like, yeah. And they, like, that's <laughs> Desert, lot, Desert Rose and they're just like, yeah. like Desert Rose is a tough one. That's a that's another, that's a bullshit song. There are a lot all, of bullshit songs, but I don't, the this same. one, I would say that your critique is unfair with this one. This one has a lot of cool elements to it. Such a such a snore, it's so boring. Yeah, and it's not gonna maybe be because right. you heard it a billion times. It was all over the place. first time I heard it was bored by it. Yeah, I've never liked Sting's. I, so I'll hear these songs. I it's instantly Sting. It's instantly boring. It's so bad. It's so it's such a waste of. And maybe maybe it was all Copeland. Maybe he never had a talent to begin with. I, I, no, Sting is very talented. Let's not go. Let's not go there. Like he, he's a great writer. He did a lot. He like every breath you take. That's a very simple that's a song. Great. It's like, he, Sting wrote that a, song. That's so him. What happened? Then what happened? Well, but that's a very simple tune too. Like if you think comparative to the other, it's you know it's a very straight up, very straight up song. A lot of their other stuff was very reggae inspired, which has a lot to do with Copeland. I mean, Sting too, playing reggae bass style, triplet bass. Is and it stuff. leaving the new wave era? That's also, the other thing too, is we're going from eighties to nineties right. and that changes. Like yeah. if you're not going to go grunge in, in the early part of the nineties, you're going to, and you're not, you, you're not doing the punkish reggae rock anymore. Where are you? Like, where do you go? You go into a more adult music. I mean, Peter Gabriel did that too. It's just his is way more, Peter, has way so more depth. Peter Gabriel had, you had Sledgehammer and you had Big Time, which are great songs. Yeah, but I'm thinking like it, Mercy Street. Yeah, the later stuff bores me too. Oh, that's fuck. That's such a snooze. That's a bad, bad call. Everything from So is amazing. I don't hate him. It's just, it's just boring. I, I just find that kind of music boring. So and up that stuff. Well, from I mean, yeah, I wouldn't listen to Peter Gabriel in the last you know ten fifteen years. Whatever his last album or a couple albums he did a he did like Last Temptation of Christ, which is amazing. He did some other film scores which were really cool, and Ova was which was uh, conceptual for the for two thousand for the um you know for the for the millennial millennium. But yeah, so and up for me is is well, actually Peter Gabriel after Genesis through so and up are really amazing. Like Salisbury Hill is oh, his. Absolutely, and, that's true. You know, that's a great song. Um, yeah, Shock the Monkeys a, is yeah, a brilliant right. song. Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm talking. But not, don't give up and Mercy Street are phenomenal. Mercy up. Street might no. be one of my favorite songs ever. It is an amazing song. No, let's say ninety two on that. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, probably. That's a long probably around that. Yeah, you're right. I did see. So I agree, did, I agree with you on that. He so, did right, his up right. tour. Right around then, and that was, I think that was up, because I saw him in 98, which was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Is amazing. Peter Gabriel. So he was still good, probably. Yeah, you're right. New stuff around mid-90s yes. on. It's like, yeah. But yeah, you get older. He, I mean, he's 70 now. Like, yeah, he was, I guess I don't, I mean, like, I think the big thing for me stop is- Stop taking like, chances. Yes, but Genesis was never as big as the police were. That is true. So well, I mean, not Genesis with Gabriel, right. Gen- police were huge. So was Genesis after with Phil they, Collins. Genesis was were, huge. They were big. The police were like the number one band. I think in the they world. were about equal. Okay, I don't know. Because police were only like five years too. That's the right? other thing you got to realize. It was crazy. But but Genesis Phil Collins is a pretty. That's a seventy-eight. But that's they did a like they did 12, that stupid 13. song. Uh, oh, not good. I can't dance. Yeah, that, that was way late. That wasn't like a huge. That was sensation. a huge hit. It wasn't that a album hit, was huge. That, was it? I mean, that was huge. But it, but before then, for a while, they were big. They had a ton of hits, probably for fifteen years. Yeah, I, I know Genesis is big. I'm not. I'm not saying Genesis isn't big. I'm saying that 
Paris was that stratospheric fake. Yeah, I don't remember. I I would in my mind I equate them in terms of their impact, influence, and album sales during that time. But I could be wrong. You could be right. The, the police to me is is a different level. Yeah, and among people in that level, I don't know anyone that's left the band, a front person, and had a worse career. Sting is is the is the ultimate disappointment. Sting is like a, a thing is Dwight Gooden, you know, great start, you know, com- comes out, yeah, twenty four and four, winning Cy Young, yeah, amazing, amazing, and then just goes to shit. It's just how you define... Okay, so worst career, I guess, in terms of their you know, their artistic output from an art, artistic standpoint, not in terms of album sales. That's, no, 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 no. I mean, that's, that's all... You don't need our podcast for that. You can go on Wikipedia. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm talking about simply just my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think... I, it's That's hard. Who, what like, other bands? Big bands, I mean, yeah. you have. I mean... I know. agree with the Beatles. Like, both, all the... You know, both Paul and... Um, Whose career is better post-Beatles? Do you, who do you like better? Lennon or McCartney's career? I'm, um, a, I, I'm Lennon. Oh, I think they're both bad. I, uh, I but McCart- I think McCartney's is better. Both weak, very weak. I wouldn't say bad for either of them. I think they're well. Do you think in terms of, I don't like. Was, do you think I like George's material much better. Their actually. first album is great. Then it kind of eh, gets a little dicey after that. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, but at least he had it, the best album of the. Th- of, I think so. Of yeah. all of them. Yeah, because that band on the run album was okay. That's a good one. That's uh, uh, yeah, that what I can't remember if it was called that. It was something. called Band of the Run, wasn't it? It was. It might have been. I know that was the mm, probably yeah, lead song. That was a neat. Yes. That's a neat song. There's some cool stuff on it. I'm not a big Paul. After the Beatles, I lo- the Beatles as an entity, I think amazing. But then all of them separately, I think are eh, my favorite lukewarm. post Beatles song by any Beatle is uh, "Watching the Wheels" by John Lennon. Though. I don't. Uh, I'd have to hear it. I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't. I'm just so tired of mo- like Imagine and all that shit. That no, that that's happened, annoying. You know, I'll have to listen to that one. That's, a, that's good. a good one. Or like eighty, da- the might fucking- even cover that one maybe one day. I think that was off of that last album. Was it? It was Double Fantasy. Was that what it's called? Or was that the one eighty three? Yeah, I le- I left London behind a long time ago. Really? Yeah, I just I'm not a uh, Beatles. I'll, I actually I haven't even listened to the Beatles in a long time. I should probably go back here. Pretty. I soon. go in phases. Yeah, uh, but I don't know who who that big you know would have had a. I just don't. Yeah. Who it's hard for me to so strong and just completely. It's just hard for me to call that a bad career because I I do think he has done some innovative things. It's just not stylistic. Like he'll do a lot of altered time stuff that you won't normally see in in pop culture, where it's jazz influence and altered time signatures and try stuff. Like he's trying things. It's just it's kind of watered down. Oh, it's that's it's yeah. I guess watered down is the exact exact perfect phrase. But like he did those Very first few, down. like uh, right after the police, didn't he wrapped around uh, you will be wrapped around my finger or I'll be wrapped around your finger. That song, that's him, right? That's a good one. Forget. I think that's him. Oh, whatever. Fucking sting. Fuck sting. Two thumbs down for sting. Okay. A thumb and a half. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about uh, uh, news? Headlines. Yes. Headlines. Um, yeah, I gotta get to it. You like, I'm all discombobulated because of this bullshit. Okay. So there was a prison riot in uh, Lucasville, Ohio, that began this week and lasted for 10 days, 450 inmates revolted over prison conditions and forced vaccinations. Oh, yeah. Timely. And particularly, it was forced vaccinations for um, Nation of Islam uh, uh, inmates. Mm. They forced this. It was very specific, and I didn't get to the details. Did they win their ride? They're probably still in jail. No, no, I think they they got out, and they started their own commune. Everything was great. Uh, Communes. It was bad. Uh, actually, that goes to the next thing, which David Koresh promised this week to yes. surrender after uh, completion of his Seven Seals manuscript. Um, said he would, uh, he would, he would, he would let every, well, he would walk out peacefully. And two days later, the FBI started a fire that killed uh, seventy six yeah. people. We just, we just missed that 
there would have been like a couple days after uh, this yes, weekend did. But yeah. yeah, so Koresh was in the news, obviously, during this week. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. You know, because uh, Reno right. and, and FBI and all yeah, that stuff. So yeah, so they were all there and uh, ready to go with that. Do they, I, think it was, I think the FBI shot something in there that started a fire. I think that was them. Uh, I don't think that Koresh was peaceful and they had armaments and stuff, but I, I think the FBI made that happen. Yes, I think there's definitely some shady stuff with all I, I think I, I'll put it this way no one handled themselves no one, well in that this one. was like the indecent proposal of standoffs yes. yeah no one who you're no one for this one yeah <laughs> um the uh okay Kirsan Alumjanov was installed as president of Kalmuki oh all things I don't know what they are yeah uh Kalmuki I'm like I, I'm what sometimes that? fascinated by the fact, well yes uh I'm sometimes fascinated with the fact that there are countries on this planet that I've never heard of. I know seems like that would be the, I mean there's something like I think it's like 230 something countries, which seems kind of like a small amount when you consider states. Like I know all the states and capitals, but there are probably a lot of people in other countries that never heard of New Hampshire. Yeah, you're right. But so it's the same mm, kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, but this is one of those. It's a kind of an Eastern bloc. Well, I'm glad he won. I mean, he sounds like a great guy. Uh, Russian protectorate. And um, oh, okay, that's it. So uh, also the space shuttle discovery safely landed back at Kennedy Space Center after nine days in orbit this week. I feel Ooh. like every... I feel like every week there's like some space story. What a what a waste of money, huh? Um, yeah, I think a national what money. Yeah, do, tang uh, and aluminum foil, right? That's what we right, got it from space. Right. Velcro too, right. I think. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. And peeing in like some sort. That of... That was well worth the billions of dollars we throw oh, this. Who even knows how many billions? No, I like it for I like private industry uh, going to space. Yeah, I love the sure, idea of I that. Guess. Of course, I, I don't. I, I also don't care about space. You're a, you are an old man for a 40 year old. Why? Man. What, what's going to happen if we go to space? Well, I believe what's the game I, here. Oh, uh, I, cause I, I think that we're fragile if we have one planet. Um, and so if anything happens, we all die. Humanity's gone. No, I think we need to be multi-planetary planetary to make sure that humans survive. What planet are we going to go to? Uh, Mars is next. That's definitely going to happen in, so in we're our gonna lifetime. Live in Mars? By, uh, yeah, that'll happen in our lifetime. We're going to have people, you know, being like, did you know about this? No, yes, I, absolutely. I know, like, but like, so your plan, people living. So you want to have like towns in Mars. That's going to happen by the, t- uh, in our lifetime. Towns? Absolutely. Yes, towns. A town at least. Are you going to move there? Would you move to Mars? I would consider, uh, okay. Yeah, Hypothetical. Sounds, yeah. Um, I'm on my own. It's just me here. Okay. Okay. I have no family. Right. Um, and I'm towards the end of my life. Sure. I might do that as my last great adventure. I might go to Mars and die on Mars. <laughs> Sail the Caesar that, space. I'm going to make fun of you so bad. If I do that, it's just so dumb. Go to Mars. Why? Because see, so, can you imagine how beautiful? Like it's so, I. You know, you know, it sucks. The red planet, just red du- dust everywhere. You know, yeah, but you like the desert. You love going and seeing things. I you, see, yeah, like we. I'm, I'm, I am so. I'm such a sucker just for stay like in this we, country. For, this other stuff you can see right here in America. Uh-huh. Drive to Mojave Desert. You been to Mojave Desert? There you go. I have. That. Yeah, Mojave's uh-huh. crazy. What's All this shit's crazy. So you maybe you haven't been to. I've been pretty much to to most places. I've been to like forty something states. So I've been to most. Places. I haven't gone to Alaska. 10. I do want to go to Alaska. They go to Alaska. It's a lot That's cheaper and easier than going to that Mars. That will happen in my lifetime anyway. I'm saying if I've got no family, I'm an old man. I might just book a ticket to They're Mars. Let you Mars. go if you're old. Yes, they will. They'll be like Matt, <laughs> the famous uh, co-host of Quantum Week. Yeah. We got to bring him here. That's what they're going to say. I think the space thing is such a waste. So stupid. I don't want to go to space. I wish they would use that money no, and resources here in this country. Why? You want... No. Uh, so you want... Because humans are... Because we can actually do stuff that's valuable with it here. You know, be, be nice. As opposed mm, to... Maybe. Literally setting on a fire. No, I think this is a great... I'm glad that uh, that Elon Musk is doing this, that he wants... Oh, he's yeah, trying to get us... Do they want. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't want... I, can, I don't I can want make nation them, states doing I it. I think it's a waste of his you time. No, it's anti-fragility. He, he, if Humans need to move beyond this planet because if a meteor fucking hits, we're done. 
That's it. We're done. Humanity's gone. So let's say a meteor hits. We're dead. We're not going to have time to go to Mars anyway. No, but if we have planets living, if we have people living on multiple planets, then one planet goes. So Humanity's not destroyed. Splitting the difference there? That's exactly the point. Yes. Who cares? Anti-fragility. Who cares if humanity's gone? What does it matter at that point? What does Are, it matter? Well, would you care if your kid like died in a... My kid's on Earth. He's dead anyway, so I got a 50-50 shot according what to if this your stupid kid, analogy. Yeah, but what if your kid goes to Mars and survives? Wouldn't you be happy about that? I, you I, want your kid to die. I'd be sad saying. my kid's in Mars. They'd come back to Earth. They'd visit. Yeah, I'm good. This is all, this you don't whole, want them to visit This suddenly? whole space thing is so stupid. It's really dumb. I really that hate space. That is a space. weird take. It's not a weird take. Speaking of, people a are going to have your feel, balls. We're going to be wearing your balls on their faces. A lot of people week. feel the way I do. And they're afraid to talk about it. That's because, because they're we, idiots. Because we've idealized NASA. And we've idealized the space program. I don't, I don't idealize NASA at all. I, I don't... I don't I don't want government funds going to space. That I makes know, no but sense. We, we've made space because of the yeah, movies as this like glamorous thing. No, and just like settlers from Europe wanted to find the fucking new country, the new world. Explorers came to the came here. That's why we're here. We exist yeah, here because explorers an came end here. Game with the exploration. This doesn't need to explore everything all the, the time. The end game is is to is fucking. What's to, next? Mars, then what? Then another solar system? You have system, no hope. There's like no I hope. I don't care. You're like, you are, like Captain Picard would come here and... Captain Picard. And I love the Disney analogies. This is all done. His dick and slap you in the face. <laughs> so weird. Ow. I'd be like, you don't have pubes either? You're bald <laughs> yes, everywhere? prickly old. He shaves it so it's prickly. I don't think you know. It fell <laughs> out with the rest of his hair. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. It's <laughs> a fair take on it. I think it's a fair way to end this podcast. Yeah, probably. This episode is. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't watch Indecent Proposal. Listen to Sting. Don't listen to Sting. It's so boring. I fall asleep in your drive. Ah. Anything else? Uh, oh, we're back on Wednesday with Unforgiven. Is that what? It is Wednesday. Okay. Yes. Cool. Uh, actually, it's going to be part of our best picture week. We're doing Unforgiven, and then we're having. Uh, having another one a special, a guest. special guest and a special movie about. that you will never guess what we'll cover so uh best picture week uh next week uh on wednesday on wednesday all right we'll see you then bye-bye